start when you are, Tony. Just push that button whenever you like. Oh, uh, some some retort. I'm running out of these. Uh, hello, everybody. <laughs> this is One on One RPG, and I'm Tony from Two Copper Pieces. Hello, my Ica buddies. It's me, Elliot, also known as Elephant Bear, also known as Ichabod Valerius today, which is a name that isn't hilarious. But uh, I, I was just feeling like the other name was, we've got the action out of the way now. Let's have a bit of a downtime, you know, travel episode, montage, if you will. You wish. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, cool. All right. So uh, just before I ask you what happened last time, and we do the small talk. First, big talk. Oh, the big talk is for you, listener. You need to give us reviews and stuff. But thank you. <laughs> yeah, give us reviews on iTunes. Tell people, um, tell people about our podcast if you think it's good. And uh, yeah, come tell and join people. us on Discord. Tell like, people about our podcast if you think it's bad. Reviews are review. Yeah, absolutely. Tell them, uh, make it sound unbelievably, unbelievably bad, and so bad that they'll have to come and find out for themselves if it was really that bad. Like the song Friday from about 20 years ago. Is it 20 years ago? I have no idea. I'm just old. Uh, I don't know. How does that go? Friday, Friday. That's as much as I know. I never actually listened to it. (laughs) I think you got the gist of it, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, If you know the song, you know the song. If you don't know the song, you don't know the song. So, you know. To be honest, I think that that can serve as a small talk as well. Right. (laughs) So it's coming back to me knowing all music ever. Mm. Yeah. We're blitzing through this now. Um, (laughs) All right, you have uh, the amount of time it takes me to uh, make preparations for this episode <laughs> to tell everyone what happened last time. Well, last time uh, I bravely leapt really, really. into a sphere of, damn it, fire uh, to rescue Lars, the moany guard who was upset that he wasn't as funny as I was, but then, you know, who can blame him? Then, <laughs> then Isaac chased off the the... the 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 not Baroness. <laughs> what was her name? My goodness, it's got out of my head. Lady Vakta. Uh, Lady Vakta, of course it was, with, uh, with the weird spelling. Uh, She's dead to you now. That's why you can't remember her name. That's exactly it. Chased her off while Ichabod recovered from that. <laughs> and we chased after the Baron, who it turned out Lady Vakta was already there. When Isaac then went to deal with Lady Vakta while Ichabod ran away and got tea and came back with it. <laughs> but a successful evening for Ichabod, frankly. So he then left uh, Velaki with Dimitri and Vlad. We're on our way when we've been stopped by a mysterious looking bag that uh, is apparently so important. It has a cliffhanger attached to it. Absolutely. We're about to find out what's in the bag. So before we before we get into that, I'd like Ooh. to hear some of your expectations. First, first, what do you expect to find in this bag? Oh, before we get to that, uh, do we have a listener question? Oh, before we get to that, no. Uh, <laughs> yes, we do have a listener question. <laughs> um, uh, middle-sized Ryan asks, <laughs> would you two ever swap seats, have Tony play and Elliot run? And um, I'm not sure if Elliot would run as well as Ichabod ran to get the tea. So, <laughs> Burn. Mm. But what do you think about that question? Uh, it's a solid question. I certainly believe it has an answer. I mean, I, it's, to me, it sounds like two questions. So oh, I think that's a bit of a thumbs down for that's me. That's a two-parter for next week. Perhaps. Bless you. <laughs> uh, so, um, where were we? Oh, yes. Expectations. What do I about think is in the bag? In this bag. Or oh, this my package, goodness. Eventually. I mean, honestly, it would be too much to ask that it's actually a secret portal down to the undercrofts of 
Castle Ravenloft where the clumsy knight is waiting for me. So, <laughs> hmm? so that's your hope, is it? Well, I say that's too much to ask. Ah. My my actual hope, if I get really lucky, there's going to be a bottle of holy water and uh, a map of Strahd's body with a wooden stake, and it's going to be like X here over the heart. <laughs> okay, that's what you hope. Um, is that what you expect? Do you have a, or absolutely you not? No, what I'm expecting is that someone in the, the, this medieval society has managed to construct a nail bomb that is about to blow up in my face. Well, they, I'm sure they could construct a magical nail bomb. They don't need to know the science behind it, I suppose. Kudos to them. Excellent. Either way, I'm going to be dead. Let's make your deck save then. <laughs> oh, There's no deck save needed. Oh, thank um, goodness. I wrote a one. <laughs> however, as you peel back the... Uh, paper on this brown package uh, sounded totally sexual <laughs> you, hands off of my package, <laughs> brown and, package. Uh, you peel away this paper and then uh, inside the package it's uh, it's very whatever's inside is really dark so dark it starts um flowing out from the paper and it's all around you and you can't see vlad anymore dimitri and uh, suddenly um you're very familiar with this by now. <laughs> this uh, swirling vortex of ravens is coming your way. I'm not even asleep. I'm not familiar with this. <laughs> well, as far as you know. Yeah. Um, the swirling vortex of ravens approaches, and there she is standing in front of you, uh, the raven queen. I, I, on one knee, hand, hand to my head. My queen. Stand up. There is no time. I stand up. Quickly. Yes. What is happening? Well... I mean, firstly, uh, I want to say, well done. You've been you've been doing better. Uh, I don't have time to go into the specifics of it, but I think you know you've been trying, and uh, and I've noticed. I, Ichabod puffs up his chest like a like a child who's received like a pat on the head from their adult. <laughs> but I can I can go over that with you at our next uh, appraisal, I suppose. But uh, no, this is much more pressing. I understand that you are uh, heading to Kresk. Absolutely. Because you want to save Adrian. Absolutely. He's my, uh, I was going to say mentor, but more like work colleague. Yes, noble as this may be, uh, we have bigger fish to fry. I'm afraid you're going to have to forget about uh, looking after Adrian because um, that, that Babla saga is up to no good and so are her druids. You need to make your way she... to Yester Hill and stop whatever they're planning. Is she starting making trouble in my neighborhood? I don't have time. For your references to things I don't understand. <laughs> um, will will the three the, the two the three of us be enough to stop them? Every time I've brought it up before, people have warned me off of going there. You don't have to, emphatically. You don't have to kill Babala Saga right now, but you have to stop whatever they're they're planning. I foresee dangerous and terrible things, not just for Adrian, but for the entire uh, keepers of the feather. And then uh, she disperses into a vortex of disappearing ravens. And uh, you find yourself unconscious on the floor, <laughs> being cradled by uh, Dimitri. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear like a, a disgruntled lad mumbling as he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's wrong? I have grave news. Pun oh. not intended. Oh, the okay. raven queen has instructed that we head to Yester Hill to thwart some kind of Babala saga thing. Uh, but what about Adrian? 
she said this is more important than Adrian, and that this also somehow affects Adrian. But Adrian, Adrian's, Adrian doesn't have much longer. I understand. And I really mugged that up. But a greater restoration spell will work on a vampiric Adrian as well as a va- werewolfian, like anthropic. A lot of words I'm doing terribly at. Uh, werewolf Adrian today. So, oh, I see. So where should I, where should we go? Yeah. Yes to Hill with great haste. And hopefully we'll still have time to go to Yes to Hill later. <laughs> uh, what? Don't go to go to Crest later, do you mean? That's exactly what I meant. Oh, okay. Uh, and he sort of just drops you. <laughs> You're not very high off the ground, just like a, a foot off the ground. But he drops you and he heads over to the carriage. Ow! Um, Rub the back of my head. <laughs> when, you, uh, when you look over at that package, uh, it's no longer weird and black and swirling. Uh, you do find uh, a set of clothes um, that are in quite nice condition, uh, sort of suede and uh, some nice... Uh, Nice cuffs for this jacket and a pair of trousers that look quite nice. Um, you know, it's not perfect. They're not perfect condition clothes. They look like they've been worn a bit, but not like uh, not so worn as like, well, they don't look like as bad as your current clothing, for example. They look slightly worn, but only very slightly. Like I, am, Nick. I am instantly suspicious, but in a move that is so fast, it almost looks like my, my current clothes are Velcro. Uh, ripped off of myself i'm suddenly wearing the new clothes <laughs> nice there's um, nary a moment to lose <laughs> dimitri covers his eyes yes yes <laughs> let's go crawl around in the mud in my nice new damn it all right let's go yeah you got some nice boots you got uh it's all kind of pale uh like light brown leather uh leather trousers you got this nice white sort of billowy top underneath with a waistcoat oh. coming across it um, some nice uh, embellishments here and there. Interesting oh. stitching. This is quite nice. This, and, uh, this leather is so soft. Mm. Wow. And something familiar about these clothes somehow as well. I search the pockets. Do I find, for some reason, do I find an invitation from Strad? <laughs> you don't find an invitation, uh, but you find a small trinket, uh, and it sort of triggers a memory in which uh, you distinctly remember a younger version of yourself with a slightly less gruff voice um, whittling away at a piece of wood and carving this trinket. What would a trinket be of, do you think? What would you carve as a child? I think as a child, I would be carving a trinket of... I think I would be carving a trinket of a bird with its outstretched wings with some kind of rectangular shape behind it in a little circle, there would be a castle or possibly a tower. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's, that's what you've got. You also remember uh, you happily whittling away and doing a great job. And then sitting at the table next to you is uh, little Strad, really frustratedly going at a piece of wood and it just doesn't turn into what he wants it to. And he looks really annoyed at you when you do. The... <laughs> why can't I? Why can't I carve it? <laughs> a castle with a bird? <laughs> so I can... I've been trying for 10 minutes. You have to listen to the shape that's in the wood, brother. <laughs> Not the shape you want to make it. <laughs> and uh, he just slaps you over the head in the memory. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, you're heading back to the carriage, I presume? Yep. I tuck that back into my pocket and pretend like nothing happened there as I uh, rub the back of my head and say, douche, to myself. 
Nice. And uh, when you get back in the carriage, you see uh, Van Richten sitting opposite you and Vlad just looking at you. And then honestly, Van Richten totally forgot you were here. <laughs> you see Vlad looking at you and then looking back at Van Richten and then looking at you again. He's got this. Uh, you, you distinctly remember him being a bit annoyed about Dimitri, but now he's got this uh, more perplexed look as he's looking back and forth between you. Uh, and then uh, do you want to say anything to him? What? 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 Is it the clothes? Uh, you look. Yes. He sort of nods a bit. Well, yeah. And then you look at Van Richten and you realize he's wearing almost identical clothes to you. Well, this is embarrassing. <laughs> one of us is going to have to change. And I look meaningfully at Van Richten. Looks like one of us already did. Well, there's no time to go back now. <laughs> we'll just have to keep me wearing the nice clothes. Why were you pile of your clothes doing in the side of a road? It's not. These aren't my clothes. They're just very nice. So you found you randomly found clothes on the side of the road and put them on? No, I I had these from home. So they are your clothes. What? Your what clothes? Are, are they your clothes? The ones that I'm wearing are my clothes. Yeah. All right. So whose clothes are these then? Oh, I don't know. They they were, they were just by the side of the road. I watched you pull them out of the package after you fainted. I quickly nip back to the paper. Is there any kind of like postal address on there? Uh, no. Two two Van Richten from loving wife now deceased. <laughs> well, it had it had a little trinket that you remember carving in. The yeah, so I, I'm so confused. <laughs> oh, what, why is Van Richten dressing like young me? <laughs> it's not especially young. Like uh, it's... oh wow, all right, calm down, <laughs> younger then. Well, this this um particular the in your dream the clothing you were wearing was not uh what you're wearing now but you remember whittling the thing in your dream, just to be clear. Okay. Uh, you were a child when you whittled that thing. Yeah. Uh, th- these are adult clothes. You probably, if they are yours, you would have worn them as an adult at some point. Okay. But uh, Van Richten um, is very complimentary of the clothes. It's just, I'm very complimentary of his clothes. For Vlad, it's more uh, a sign that, uh, just, for Vlad is just more surprised to see you looking so alike and dressing so alike. Don't worry, Vlad. We'll get you a set when we get to the next town. Uh, uh, I'm okay. Vlad has quite nice clothes, to be fair. Nice-ish. Well, uh, <laughs> Ichabod tucks the piece of paper back in his pocket that said the vampire hunting trio. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, they're good clothes. The way, by the way, it's moving. Oh, good. <laughs> I was going to say, we're really wasting time here. So, uh, bl- bl- um, sorry. The Vlad said that you fainted again and you often have a vision when you faint anything useful just that babalasaga is on the move and we have to get to yester hill to thwart whatever evil plan she has concocted probably with the magic stones stolen from the wizards of the wines brewery i thought we were going to crest to help adrian that will have to wait like the last time that something else came up and they had to wait i feel terrible he can't keep waiting he's supposed to be my plus one to the wedding we got two weeks, Vlad. But Adrian doesn't have two weeks. On on my honour as a paladin of the Raven Queen, Adrian will be your plus one. <laughs> will he still be Adrian or will he be a vampire? Okay, we're not going to add we're not going to add more to this because I'm already a bit unsure if I can fulfil the thing I've just said. <laughs> I'm do my best. And um, before you proceed. This is a choice that you can make if you want. You can um, you can 
prioritize Adrian or you can prioritize the thing from the Raven Queen. Don't feel like you have to do what the Raven that Elliot shouldn't feel that he has to do what the Raven Queen says. Yeah, and, I know. I'm the gnist in this story. I know, I know. Oh how how far away is Yester because I remember asking about this earlier and you said Yester Hill was nowhere near Kresk. Uh they're kind of they're not opposite ends of the map, but they're uh Kresk is more northeast and Yester Hill is more north uh oh it's sorry the other way around Kresk is more northwest and Yester Hill's more northeast okay and and they're both they're opposite directions to Velaki and you've gone towards Kresk a bit um but yeah yeah so i wouldn't judge this based on which is closest though to be fair i think no i'm not it was more about the ability to split the party and send uh one group to one place and one group to the other but i'm fairly certain the the bubbler saga thing is going to be dangerous dangerous enough that we'll need all hands on deck well sam rickton will want to stick with you anyway His whole reason for being there is hoping that you lure Strad somewhere. Yep, I can't send Vlad off on his own for fear that he will succeed without me. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> Dimitri, I can't send Dimitri on his own uh, because I need the carriage. Uh, so uh, it's catch me too. We're all going to have to go. You have to make a choice. Mm. Hard choice. Mm. Should I pause it while you think about it? <laughs> no, no. Gut reaction. Uh, the Raven Queen knows more about what's going on here than i do so i'm going to i'm gonna to go to kresk sorry let's go to kresk let's save adrian fair enough nice i don't like this i don't like the choice <laughs> i like it when it's nice and railroady <laughs> i feel like i'm missing out now no you're not missing out i i, I feel like in a, a couple of sessions time i'm going to be told about some great calamity that's occurred that babala saga and she could have been thwarted and i'm going to be like oh dear very probably <sighs> well one way or the other yeah yeah no <laughs> um either way is a risk yeah let's let's go to let's go to kresk okay. I've, I've said it and if i don't if i change my mind now i'm always going to regret it no worries uh, are you going to tell Dimitri? Yeah, I stick my head back out of the carriage. Dimitri, change yeah. of change of plans. Yes? Adrian's life is more important. We're going to head to Kresk. His face lights up. He's, oh, thank you. Yes, we must save Adrian. Let's go. Make haste as fast as the raven flies if you can. Uh, certainly, I'll, I'll think about Kresk even faster than before. The, the, does the carriage speed up? Uh... Not, not discern, not discernibly, no. Oh crap! <laughs> um, I turn back to Vlad and Van Rick. I say, if we are to succeed here, we're going to need even more help than we have. Forgive me. I must ask you to close your eyes while I cast a summoning ritual to return my familiar to my side. Uh, uh, right, you are. If you would like, like whatever. Yeah. It's- Closes his eyes. It's a uh, it's a big secret. So whatever you do, don't open your eyes until I tell you. <laughs> whatever. And then Vlad uh, also closes his eyes. Okay. I think about releasing uh, Queenie wherever she might be, and then once that's done, I I uh, I shift her into a pocket plane or dimension, uh, and then I can resummon her to my side at no cost. Mm. So. Even though I've told them to shut their eyes, what they hear is... 
<laughs> and just like before, a little beak pokes its way out of my mouth <laughs> and she flutters out and like just flops on the ground for Crackles a minute, out. covered in saliva. And I'm like, ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> like okay, <clears throat> okay, you can open your eyes now. When, when did you imbibe that whole spring chicken? <laughs> uh, did you peek, did you, Van Richten? It was a secret. I didn't want people to know. I just heard it rattle and slap on the floor, and I heard the retching noises. No, that, that you must have misheard. That was an ancient and archaic ritual that I cast. Whatever. How are you doing, Queenie? You okay? <sighs> How was his mark? Was he still okay? <sighs> um, you uh, can make an insight check. <laughs> Historically, has gone well for me. You can attempt an ins- insight check. And that is... A nine. Uh, yeah, she screeches at you. He's overexcited. <laughs> Calm down, Queenie. I can't understand you. <gasps> Did Ismark go to Castle Ravenloft? Uh, her head shakes back and forth, left to right. Oh. Did Ismark go to a place we've been to before? Her head nods. Where the hell else have we been? Did, he, did Ismark go back to Barovia? The, the city, not obviously the region. The town. Yes, the town, sorry. Uh, her head nods. Okay, as long as he's safe. She shakes her head. I feel like I put a bit of a negative in there, and I'm now confused the answer. But mm-hmm. we, we've already saving one person. We can't divert just yet. She shrugs two weeks to save him. <laughs> the vision I saw had Ismark at the wedding, so I'm not going to worry too much about him just yet. Mm. Okay. Uh, all right, so you're heading off to Kresk um, and rattling along in this thing. Uh, the uh, As you're traveling along, um, Van Richten points out, uh, you know, this carriage hasn't changed direction once. Should it have? Well, uh, at one point we were going to Kresk, and at another point we were going to Yesterhill, and then we were going to Kresk again, but it's continued in the same direction the entire way. Did you notice? Well, I, I'm not a geographist. I, I assumed they were both in the similar directions. <laughs> no, like yes. cr- you hit a crossroads or something. No, no, we'd have to uh, turn around and go back past Valaki to go to Yesterhill. Dimitri, yes, yes, did sir. You, did you keep us going to Crest even when I told you we were going to well, uh, going to Yesterhill? Me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, at least we didn't lose time, I guess. But I'm watching you. Do what I say next time. <laughs> Of course. I knew you'd make the right decision. He has a big grin on his face. Uh, snivelly little shit, isn't he? Wow. Vlad, you are you are hot today. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Just glad we're looking after Adrian. Seems like the right thing. We, we all are. And I hope the cost of Adrian isn't a cost that's too high for Barovia to pay. Well, is that your decision? No, oh, whatever. It's, it's not your decision to make, I think, but... I was just trying to say a cool line, Vlad. Let me have it. (laughs) It, Yes, it was a cool line. Thank you. Made us all think about whether it's worth saving Adrian's life. Good job. Well, honestly, at this point, if we make it back and we don't save Adrian, then we're going to be real jackasses. (laughs) That's true. We probably should have gone much earlier. I was trying to save Isaac. There were so many people to say, and I frankly did an amazing job because Isaac is still alive. That's true. And he's a, he's a hell of a dancer. He is a good dancer. And, and a fan, he... even better swordsman. Mm. Oh, sorry, bless you. Also, 
Oh, bless you again. Uh, I meant to ask, uh, while we've got this, whilst we've got this time on the way to Velaki, uh, not to Velaki, to Cress, uh, can I can I investigate the symbol of the Raven Queen that I picked up from the uh, the Vistani? I just realised I got it, and then I just put it in my pocket and forgot about it, even though it was meant to be very crucial to my quests. Uh, yeah, you can spend a bit of time attuning to it because mm-hmm. it takes an hour to attune to something, but you'll have that time on the road. Um, during the hour, nothing particularly uh, un- untoward happens, so um, you've got a bit of a peaceful journey so far. Um, see, the holy symbol of Ravenkind is this. Um, looks like a, a metallic sun. It's, it's on a uh, golden chain uh, and it's got a red ruby in the middle of it um, it uh, has some quite interesting features so while wearing it and attuned to it you have the ability uh, to hold vampires as an action uh, turn undead sunlight you can cast sunlight as an action and that's 30 foot radius but then you get that from sun sword anyway yeah. <laughs> but the I guess if you held vampires and had them in the sun, that'd be nice. Uh, yeah. but you can also turn them away if you ever get overwhelmed. So that's uh, also handy. Yep. Um, yeah, indeed. I'll share it, share it with you in a minute. Nice. Uh, it does are, these, take... are these all daily abilities, I'm assuming? No, it has it has 10 charges, and it okay. regains 1d6 plus 4 charges at dawn. Uh, and different actions require a different number of charges. So holding vampires is only one charge, um, but it's it's a bit like hold person, so they can yeah. save at the end of their turn. Um, yeah. And uh, it's, it's all vampires and vampire spawn within 30 feet by the look of it. So oh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. For only one charge, that's pretty good. And then uh, turn undead is three charges, which seems, uh, I mean, why would you do that if you could do hold vampires for one but well because that's all all undead not just vampires yeah that's true uh that that clumsy night ghost better be decent to me otherwise he's getting turned yeah uh, that's oh turn undead if you have the turn undead or the turn the unholy feature i don't not yet but, when well, i get to level two. Oh yeah so when you get that uh, you can expend three charges to do it. When you do so, undead have disadvantage on the saving throws against the effect. So you still do you do one of those two things, and undead would have a disadvantage on their saving throw, whatever it happens to be. Whereas nice. the whole vampires one is a DC 15 wisdom save, and uh, sunlight is five charges, but bright light, 30 foot radius, and dim light for an additional 30 feet. Which I think goes further than the sun blade, but I believe so. Yeah. Did you want to stop and blow your nose, by the way? <laughs> Maybe. Bear with me. Just gonna press pause. No worries. All right. So as the journey continues, eventually the road branches north and climbs a rocky escarpment, ending at a gatehouse built into a twenty-foot-high wall of stone, reinforced with buttresses every fifty feet or so. The wall encloses a settlement on the side of a snow-dusted mountain spur, you assume, uh, if you could see beyond the walls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> assume there's a settlement there. Beyond the wall, you see the tops of the snow-covered pines and thin white wisps of snow- smoke. The somber toll of a bell comes from a stone abbey that clings to the mountainside high above the settlement. The steady chime is inviting. A welcome change from the deathly silence and oppressive fog to which you have grown accustomed. It's hard to tell at this distance, but there seems to be a switchback road clinging to the cliffs that lead up the walled settlements to the abbey. Uh, name? Van Richten says, I've never gone so close to Kresk since I've been here. 
Why? I had no reason to. Although I am told that um, the devil has visited here previously. People well, we must, sorry. we must be on our guard then. Mm, yes, and perhaps I should get ready. People have seen him uh, flying straight to the abbey, then flying away again. I thought there was a holy man at the abbey. Mm, yes. You sound creepy. Anyway. <laughs> yes, I don't know. It's this gruff voice I've got. Sorry. Um, I'm not judging you. It's just the way you really elongated that. Yes. Sorry, it was supposed to sound a bit uh, Ominous. Ah. And yes, ominous. Ominous for anyone listening in, but uh, to, to indicate that I'm suspicious. I look over at Vlad. Did you get that? Uh, what? Oh, sorry. Drawing a picture. Was he drawing a picture of? Uh, he draws a pic. Uh, he shows you, and there's uh, the three of you looking really happy in the carriage, and uh, there's some someone who seems to have fallen off in the carriage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we make our way over towards the gates. Mm. The air grows colder as you approach the walled settlement. Two square towers with peaked roofs flank a stone archway into which is set a pair of 12-foot-tall iron-bound wooden doors. Carved into the arch above the doors is a name, Kresg, that's K-R-E-Z-K. The walls that extend from the gatehouse are 20 feet high. Atop the parapet, you see four figures wearing fur hats and clutching spears. They watch you nervously. Hail, hail! We, uh, we have come to seek an audience with your... Uh, the 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 priest at the abbey. He he doesn't really take visitors. It is of most urgent. I he will I will I must press upon him that we, let us in, and I will I will demand it of him in person with polite undertones. Do you have anything to offer? Crap! We were meant to bring something to offer. What sort of thing would you like? Well. We would like some wine. We didn't bring any wine, did we? Uh, no. We've, we've delivered it all. And Van Rixen, I know this is probably a bit late in the day to be asking this now, but I couldn't help but notice there were no fireworks at that ceremony of the Blazing Sun there. Uh, did we get know. them back? No, I didn't get the fireworks back. The Burgomaster played for them. I don't know where they ended up. Right. Would have been a... Would have been something they were due to go off, but uh, you know, other stuff happened. Yes, no, absolutely. Yeah, the, I'm not. I'm not judging you for that. Uh, why? Why would? Why would you have wine anyway? Where would you get wine? Well, we we got it from the Wizards of the Wine Brewery. Took it to the Blue Water Inn. Okay. Uh, and what are you friends with them? Yeah. Well, why don't you just tell them that you're friends with them and you'll bring wine in the future? And Richting, I'll give it a go. <laughs> We are representatives of the Wizards of the Wine Winery. If you let us in now, we can guarantee the next time that they have a, a crop of wine. Um, uh, you know, a cask? The, or, the next uh... time they have a, a wine to sell, they will certainly put you on the top of the list to get, get yourself a few uh, crates of it. Uh, they look at you uh, unconvinced, but then they shoot Demetria look. And uh, notice uh, it's probably just taking in his uh, alabaster white skin and black hair. And uh, there's a fine, fine. You can come in and you can talk to the burgomaster. And uh, they sort of hit the hit the floor with their spears and then the gates start to open. Thank you kindly. 
we don't really have the time to speak to the burgomaster. We, we're going to head straight to the abbey. Is that going to be a problem? Uh, their gates are locked. They don't just let anyone in. Do, so we have to speak to the, the burgomaster to get to speak to the abbot? Uh, I would. I would talk to him first. Okay, then. If that's... I'm listening to your advice. What's your name? Carl. I'm going to say, say to the burgomaster, Carl has sent us. Okay. Tell him, tell him about the wine. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm not going to forget about the wine, Carl. Thank you. Any any funny laws about this town I should know? Like, I've got to be happy all the time or anything? Uh, no, but uh, the the burgomaster thinks very highly of himself, so that you should maybe be deferential. I'll do my best, but no promises. I'm pretty awesome. Let's, let's go. Back right. in the carriage, everyone. Uh, you roll in uh, and uh, you reach the village. The mist-shrouded village beyond the wall is nothing more than a scattering of humble wooden cottages along dirt roads that stretch between stands of snow-dusted pine trees. So many trees, in fact, as to constitute a forest. To the northeast, grey cliffs rise sharply, and the road winding up the abbey is easy to see from this vantage. So you see a lot of cottages, basically. Okay. Uh, you can see the abbey um, sticking out from above the trees, looking quite impressive. But uh, yeah, that's about it. I'm picturing a, a village in the Swiss Alps currently. Yeah. You also notice a great big uh, pool with a shrine. And even under grey skies, the pool at the north end of the village shimmers and sparkles. And near its shores sits an old gazebo. And you can see a wooden statue from, uh, from a distance as well. Um, but as you're rolling in, uh, a lot of the local villagers, they look quite uh, downtrodden, but they raise their heads to look at you. And then out from the finest looking cottage, which is still quite modest, is uh, a man and a woman uh, stepping out in quite nice clothing, uh, sort of red, uh, red velour cape with uh, furs around it and uh, some sort of like fancy headgear. They're looking at you uh, a bit suspiciously and then they sort of wave you down. I, I hop out of the carriage. I wasn't um, expected to be met with such finery. And uh, the man like regards his own clothes and then uh, he smiles approvingly, but the woman uh, looks a bit less impressed, but he says, Oh yes, well met. I am the burgomaster, Dmitri Kreskov. Good to meet you, Dmitri. Um, I am Ichabod of many names, currently Ichabod Valerius. Uh, what a, what a funny name. Absolutely. Mm. Um, Yes, well, uh, what brings you here? To my, to my village. One of our friends has been afflicted by vampirism. Oh. We, need, we are in desperate need of a, a greater... We didn't bring him here, so don't panic. We, we are in desperate need. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I could see the look. I could, don't, you, don't you worry. I saw. I knew. <laughs> I was looking at that one and thinking, he looks like he's about to turn. He's pointing at Vlad. I was going to, I was pointing at Dimitri because he was pale. <laughs> no, he's, he's as healthy as he's ever been. Vlad coughs. <laughs> Vlad the Inhaler, we call him, because that's oh. his name. Oh, I see. That, that is funny. Does, does he have a, an inhaler? Do you? Uh, Vlad shakes his head. And then uh, he said, well, that joke just doesn't work then, does it? He's not inhaling anything. Damn it, Vlad. <laughs> you made me look like an idiot. <laughs> We'll get you an inhaler when we get back. To, we'll speak to Blinksy. He'll know how to make one. He gives a thumbs up and continues coughing. Right. 
Dimitri, uh, yes, we yes. seek urgent uh, audience with your abbot. To when you say Dimitri, a... the, uh, the boy called Dimitri who is uh, driving your cart says yes. What was the Burgermaster's name? Dimitri. Oh, they're both, they are both called Dimitri. Yeah. I thought I'd, I'd misremembered for a second. <laughs> no. Clearly, I'm talking to the important Burgermaster, Dimitri. Not, not the import, the slightly less important right now. Slightly character. less important, says the Burgermaster. I'm trying to. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. You shush. <laughs> Dimitri's shoulders drop and he goes back to the car. As Vlad looking about that direction. Very smug. Yeah, I thought he might. <laughs> anyway, uh, if yes, we are seeking an audience with your abbot, for we are in desperate need of a of a greater restoration spell. The... When you say you're seeking an audience with the abbot, uh, the woman who has regarded you quite coldly so far, she just her head flicks back and she lets off a bit of a laugh. <laughs> See the abbot? No one's seen him for years. Not. What about on the, the, the holy day when you go to the service? Uh, I'm afraid that the, uh, the the abbey has not been open to the public for probably six years now. We don't have a service there. We, If we have a service, we congregate in the town square here. How the devil am I meant to get a greater restoration spell out of this man if he's not been seen in six years? Oh, well, it's, I mean, he's not been seen... Uh, up close and personal for six years but you see him pottering around his enormous abbey sometimes you'll see his silhouette in the windows sometimes you'll hear the moans of his creations and and then the um the burgomaster like shh look he he doesn't really take guests anymore he was was sorry sorry sorry, come his creations um circle back to that if we could why don't you uh, come and join us for tea, and uh, we'll tell you everything we can. Mm, we really are in a time crunch. Can tea be uh, the drink rather than the meal of the day? Oh, that's what we meant. We we weren't going to offer you any dinner. You know what? I'm both insulted and pleased, so let's carry on. Uh, yeah, he gestures for you to come in. Um, there, are, He's got one servant waiting. He nods to them to have them make the tea, and they start. He gestures for you to sit down at this table. He's got, it's quite a fine-looking table, nice oak chairs, oaken table as well, very nicely carved, but not very comfortable, very hard to sit on um, or sit at, I should say, and uh, we'll take seats around the place. Um, he says, uh, yes, the, uh, the abbey is named after uh, St. Markovia, uh, do you know about Saint Markovia? Yes, her bones are in the uh, in the Vallaki. They were stolen for a while, but I returned them heroically. No, they're still quite stolen, says the woman, and uh, they both look quite annoyed when you talk about how you knew they're in Vallaki. Oh, oh, sorry, I didn't realize I was sticking on cultural issues here. Yes, um, yes, they have been stolen from you to take and taken to the lackey yes and uh the abbey was actually once a hospital and a convent but it fell on hard times after the land was swallowed up by the mists some of the clergy fell prey to the devil and while others went mad and either starved themselves and starved them and either starved themselves to death some of them even turned to cannibalism pretty big step well, this was over a hundred years ago, you see, I don't know. We we were not around at that time. This is just law. I always forget how long 
Barovia has been trapped. Startling. Harrowing. Um, The head of the Abbey, who we refer to as the Abbot, is said to have arrived over a century ago. Hasn't aged a day since. He occasionally visits the Shrine of the White Sun, but he hasn't done that in over six years. Is... Is he a dusk elf? A what? A dusk elf. Not, not that I'm aware of. He just looks like a man. A very, a very healthy and attractive man. Got a glow about him. That even, even in the uh, gloom of Barovia, he would shine upon you and you'd feel warm in his presence. Okay, now Ichabod's getting a bit jealous. <laughs> he never talked very much and he would demand tributes in the form of wine. And uh, when he stopped having services and he stopped, um, you know, helping us and helping our wounded and injured and things like that, the, mm-hmm. our tributes just sort of dried up, and especially as the wine dried up and became more scarce. Of course. No one knows his true name or where he came from. There are many here that believe he's Strad's servant or... Whoa! <laughs> I'll just be saying that. Uh, you notice no thunder crack. Huh. All right. Carry on then. Yes. Uh, we um, we are not easily heard here. We're at the extremities of Barovia in the hills. But uh, some even believe that he is actually Strad himself in disguise. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, hmm. I will be able to discern the truth of the matter quickly enough. And by the Raven Queen's name, he best have a... A great restoration spell up there, or somebody's getting something chopped off of them. I hope so, but do be careful. As I said, no one from the village visits the Abbey anymore. The Abbey's bell rings at odd times, day and night, and the place is filled with baleful screams and horrible and human laughter that can be heard throughout the village. I dare say there are some dangers lying ahead of you. So there's no rhyme or reason to when the bell rings? Mm, it is quite consistent. Usually about a couple of hours before noon, maybe one hour after noon, and uh, three to four hours after that, and then once more three hours later. And that's daily? Yes, daily. Sometimes the bell doesn't ring. It will ring throughout the day, but sometimes it will miss one of those times. Mm. Well, thank you very much for your tea. Uh, Ichabod, who's been perched awkwardly on the edge of his chair... Uh, puts the quite full cup and saucer back down on the the, the tray uh, on the table. <clears throat> uh, Dimitri, the burgomaster, says, uh, there is something I would like to ask before we conclude our conversation. I pick the cup, of saucer ba- cup and saucer back up. But of course, sorry. Six years ago, we lost our son, Ilya, to illness. Ironic, I know, with a name like that. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't even see that. Oh, okay, yeah, it's funny. I mean, no, sad. Yes, he was the last of our <laughs> children, and the the abbot had promised to do everything he could to restore Ilya to health, and he would be 20 now. If you do visit the abbot, perhaps you can find out a bit more about what happened with Ilya. I'll put it on my, I, I pull out my, <clears throat> my oft-referred-to do list, and I put it on the very bottom of the list. Ask about Ilya. <laughs> brackets, if there's time. Close brackets. <laughs> yes. Of course, you have my utmost urgency. 
and uh, the woman is like, and uh, when can we expect the the wine delivery uh, the very next harvest oh and when might that be seem to have missed a few for uh, recently i need to get the magic stones back to the uh, to the martikov family first magic beans what are you talking about stones not beans stones oh yes that's much more uh, convincing for us thank you she says shortly They've been stolen by Babalasaga, and they are what help produce the sweet grapes that the Martikov family used to produce the Wizards of the Wine winery wine. So the long and short of it is, uh, no time soon are we getting any wine, is that it? Yes, because there's no wine anywhere to be had. There's no wine, and we can't even leave for fear of being attacked by wolves and werewolves. What sort of life is this? Werewolves? We didn't see any werewolves. Oh, lucky you. Not so far. I've seen werewolves. This sounds like a thrilling conversation, and I'd (laughs) love to hear it, but unfortunately, I really am against the clock. (laughs) All right. So uh, are you going up on your own? Are you bringing Vlad and Van Richten? that carriage going. (laughs) Party bus! Woo! All right. uh, You filter out of the uh, cabin, get back into the carriage. It starts wheeling its way up towards the abbey. Um, winding road it does take you past the pool and the shrine and stuff do you want to get out and have a look or you um yeah she mentioned the shrine of the white sun didn't she was where the the abbot used to visit yeah there's as you go a bit closer this wooden statue you see it's a statue of a mournful bare-chested man it's paint chipped and faded standing in and it stands in the gazebo with arms outstretched as though waiting to be embraced um, do you want to get out and investigate the water or anything like that, or the shrine, or are you just going to have a look for now? I, I really haven't the time. I just have a, a look as we pass in the carriage. Okay. I don't even get out. No worries. Uh, would you like to make a religion check? I would like to, but let's see how that fares for me. Uh, religion. Oh, not bad. Not bad. I clearly thought I might need this in a, in a Curse of Strahd campaign. Ah, I forgot I rolled badly. Uh, so in total, that's a 10. You do have inspiration from the previous session, if you oh, want. Oh, I'm, I'm going to risk it for a biscuit. Let's try. Oh, 19. Oh, lovely. Is that 19 total? 19 total. Awesome. Uh, well, you have heard uh, a little bit about the Morning Lord now, um, whether it's from Father Lucian or someone else telling you about it. But... Um, and you also remember hearing about the shrine of St. Markovia at some point. And um, this uh, this shrine uh, at one point had um, the ability to greatly restore people if they took a sip from it. But no longer or? I don't know. We really should have brought someone who needed to be restored. <laughs> uh, uh, well, <coughs> uh, maybe it will help me. Okay, Vlad. Stop the carriage, lad. <laughs> Quick, hop out, grab Very a glug of the water. In fact, before you do, let's see if we can juice this bad boy up. I withdraw the sun sword or sun blade. I hold it aloft and I ignite it. Uh, are you going to stab me? I'm going to stab. I'm going to try and imbue the pond with sun, holy light, holy sunlight. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that okay. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a cool moment, but I really feel we're stepping on it right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, right. You 
you why don't you go and stand on that bit of uh the bit of um the, the sort of pier that goes out into the lake right where the statue is his arms are outstretched hold up the sword really high and then plunge it into the water well, you know, that was my that was my plan, Vlad. You're not getting credit for this. That's not, exactly I was, what I was going to do. I was helping you make do a cool thing. You you describe it. <laughs> Just so we're all clear, that was what I was. He doesn't get credit for that. It's mine. Credit for what? No one cares. Wow. All right, calm down, Van Richten. <laughs> Dimitri, right. I care, says Dimitri. I want to see. This is going to look amazing and cool. Thank you, Dimitri. I stride confidently out to the the pier. I hold the sun blade aloft. I ignite it for a second time. I shoot an evil of lad. <laughs> and I say, Holy Father, the morning Lord, if you can hear me, it is, it is your champion, Ichabod, of many names. I beseech you to restore the restoration powers to this restore, restorative pond so that we might heal not your champion, but a champion of another god. But still, we so that we may band together and defeat the evil known as Strad. I look around for lightning. No lightning. Wow. I so saying, I plunge the sun sword, uh, sun blade first into the into the water, and so it bubbles and peels. And does anything more impressive than boiling water happen? Uh, it doesn't seem to boil even, but it does seem to like the the water was uh, not was a little bit murky, and as you plunge it in, it seems to it wasn't that murky. It was quite still quite clear. But as you plunge it in, um, the it lights up and it looks um, quite quite radiant. It the radiant light sort of filters through the water and it refracts and um, looks quite impressive indeed. And a, a little rainbow sort of appears stretching across the pool um you do catch dimitri uh with his mouth agape sort of gasping a bit he looks back at van richten van richten is looking on but far less impressed than dimitri and uh vlad stands at opposite you at the other end of the pool he kneels down and starts drinking from the water and uh he's just he takes a sip uh sort of tentatively at first and he just starts like scooping up loads of water and uh filling himself with it and uh then he looks over at you and his eyes are wide and uh, we're going to stop there uh, what? yeah that's going to be our cliffhanger oh i was going to say i was going to ask him to draw this quick <laughs> <laughs> we can draw it afterwards um, nice cool all right how was the session for you uh it was fun <clears throat> uh, a lot of exposition information that i probably will not follow up on because now <laughs> that i have my restorative potion i don't need to go and see the abbot well maybe some of <laughs> oh no, but I do want to. I do want to find out about if he is uh, Strad in disguise. So perhaps I will quickly just nip up there to have a word. <laughs> and you don't really know if it's restorative yet. Oh, <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> you said a load of stuff. Actually, going to get you to make a religion check. Oh, I wish I had another inspiration. Let's give it a go. Oh, indeed, if only you had another inspiration. That's not bad. That was a sixteen. But I will, I will use my I will use my inspiration there. Thank you very much for your generosity. I will go with the sixteen rather than the natural one. Ah, oh, fair enough. I would. Uh, yeah. So you don't necessarily you don't glean if this is going to be restorative or not. What you do realize is you're saying all this stuff and you're beseeching the Morning Lord. When you do something similar with the Raven Queen, you do real really sense this connection you have with her. 
through Queenie, you can feel the Raven Queen. Every time you use like Holy Fist or Holy Palm, you can feel the Raven Queen's presence. Mm-hmm. Or, or not Holy Palm, sorry. Oh yeah, it's Holy Palm because you're That's her what I call it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, you can really feel her uh, her presence working for you and giving you your power when you use the Sunblade and when you when you did things like this and you're deliberately trying to beseech the Morning Lord. You don't feel any connection to any higher power as it's happening. Yeah. Um, the items work for you and stuff like that, but uh, you don't have the same connection you do with Raven Queen. Well, it works because I'm the champion of the Morning Lord. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Just letting you know. I don't, I don't know if that's true or not. I just be, I've been saying it for so long. I've kind of convinced myself it's true. No one has ever said this of you. <laughs> no, that's true. Other than you. Yep, yep. So that's like, true. No, no confirmation one way or t'other whether or not I am or not. But still going with it because no one said no. You're not. Absolutely. Uh, now, medium-sized Ryan did ask, uh, would you two ever swap seats and have Tony play and Elliot run? Do you have an answer for that? Well, for our home game where we, this is going to blow people's mind, we play with more than one person. Uh, I currently am. the play RPGs with more than one person. Yes, absolutely. I know. Uh, People who listen might not know. They might think that one-on-one is the way to RPG because of how well we do it. (laughs) But I currently am the DM for our home sessions. So, uh, but uh, I could always be tempted to uh, do a special one-off, maybe a, a Christmas episode, or maybe uh, um, well, it's been my birthday, but maybe for my birthday next year. Who knows? Yeah, I think uh, I'd I'd be open to it as well. Um, but uh, for now, kind of sticking with what we're doing, I think it's working. A good way to go. Yeah. But um, I'd yeah, I think like the occasional like special episode. Yeah. If uh, if we were ever to grow uh, following to a point where we could like do a Patreon, maybe there could be some extra content for that sort of thing. I mean, maybe if uh, we grow our following to the point where we can get in special guest stars, maybe the two of us will play on the same team for once. Mm. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Cool. All right. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram and join our Discord and give us a review. And yep. tell everyone about us. And uh, yeah, other than that, over to you. Yep. Your Ica buddies. Ica buddies out. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you.